Hey guys, quick disclaimer on this episode, uh, I just got a new computer and in the recording software for this episode I completely uh, missed the fact that my microphone had a bit of a delay, so bear us, bear with us with, for this episode, but uh, next time it'll be fixed. Thanks. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode 25 of the Jungle Podcast. Uh, I'm Matthew. Carter. And uh, you know what it is? Episode 25. That's uh, D. Rose's oh, Knicks yeah, number. Oh, yeah, he got traded. I forgot about Speaking that. Speaking of which, he's back on the Knicks. <laughs> Who did they trade for him again? What asses did they give up? Uh, man, I don't even remember. I just I just saw the headline, D. Rose to the Knicks, and I'm like, Say less. That's all. That's all the Knicks need. They just need a veteran point guard to get Emmanuel quickly to like. Mm. Honestly, it's good. I'm actually, I'm and actually really impressed with how well RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, like they're all playing really good this season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I was like, well, damn, <laughs> when, did, when did you guys get like good, good? Like obviously they're in the NBA, like you're in the I top one percent of players. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, good for NBA standards. I was very surprised. Well, I was prepared to have another season of like, oh, here we go again. I'm going to have to like watch them lose a bunch again. And then they started out the season like super hot. And I mean, they're kind of sort of back to classic Knicks form right I would now. Say, but... uh, aren't they like, what, one or two games out of 500? Yeah, they they're not are. doing but... terrible. <laughs> they, they went on a little losing streak and I was like, ah, there it is. <laughs> what are the games? Oh, yeah. Okay. But. And uh, yeah, so Stephen will be joining us in a little Presumably. bit. He's just, yeah, getting some stuff straightened out. Um, so Utah Jazz. I don't know. Do we start with NBA? You yeah, yeah. Utah, Utah Jazz. I think Jazz. they're the number one. In the yeah, West they're the right number one, like in the number one in the league, bro. Ooh. Yeah, bro. <laughs> My guy's Donovan nice. Mitchell is, is My guy's nice. Player, Remember what? Man. Two years ago, everyone was like, "Oh, it's a sophomore slump." Sophomore slump. I'm like, it's a slump though. He yeah, gets he, out he of it. Should, he should have won. He's gonna murk kids. The year. Sure enough. You know what's crazy ben, is that like Ben Simmons just didn't have it. Loki. I feel like Rudy Gobert. Loki overpaid a little bit, but like he's a good player oh, yeah. still. I feel like when you're a smaller market team and you have someone like of that caliber, it kind of makes sense to at least pay him. And I mean, obviously yeah. Donovan Mitchell, they're gonna pay a lot because like yeah, doesn't he have the biggest contract in the NBA right now? He might, he might, yeah. I'm pretty sure he has, or at least like he's, he's, he's yeah, he's definitely up there. The it's like what 43 million or something, yeah. 44 million. But it was like yeah. kind of nuts. Um, I'm, I'm, I could have sworn I saw some. I think if he, he was the, able to get, like, not to say that he can't score, score, but if I think if he was able to consistently get like not only like 10 plus reboards every night or rebounds every night. Plus, like, his, he's obviously a great anchor for defense. And, like, if he could at least drop, like, 15, 20 points, sure. By all means. He gets that money. But, like, sometimes he's going he's going some of these games, at least the one, the past couple ones I've watched. He's not even dropping 10 points. But, like, obviously his presence on defense is so ridiculously high that, like, I can see why yeah, they pay I him mean, that much. Yeah, I mean, if Rudy's – yeah, if Rudy's on the floor, you just can't really go – Yeah, not easily, at least. Yeah. It's kind of hard to get into the paint when he's there. Bro, am I actually this dumb? I could have sworn. Where I have to just not be seeing it. There's no way he has a smaller contract than Victor Oladipo. Where is he? I don't know. Maybe he just has like the highest uh, contract for a center. That could be it. I don't know. Or maybe he's like up for another. Co- I don't know. I might have it wrong, but I, I just saw a headline somewhere that was like breaking down his contract. And it's yeah, he's not he's not someone you'd expect to have a contract that big, like. Oh, he's forty third. Oh, still really high. Oh, hold on. No, he's the largest guaranteed contract. Currently, his like salary is not that big, but yeah, he's the largest guaranteed contract. Second to him is Paul George at one hundred and sixty two million. Oh no, wait, hold up, Dame has two hundred and twenty seven. See, but those are. Those are players. Those are both of those <laughs> players, like Paul George and Damian. Lillard. Like those are both yeah, players yeah. that, like, you kind of expect to get those kinds of contracts. Rudy Gobert is not my first thought when I think, yeah, ginormous guaranteed contract and like you know all this, you know, 
all this money and stuff. But like, hey, good for him, man. Like, yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> Dame also like casually drops 50 60 points in games sometimes like that's somebody you can pay over and like million for well i mean that's still kind of ridiculous but last year's postseason aside paul george is fucking like he's still a phenomenally good player like <laughs> he's not like he's having a great like regular i don't think anyone's yeah. ever questioned yeah. his regular season performances are fine like yeah yeah playoff p is that's a little different aside aside from that one uh year against miami playoff p oh yeah on the pacers not looking so you good gotta be, I, I was actually thoroughly <laughs> yeah. impressed i remember that he took him to, he took him to seven didn't he that's impressive considering yeah, like i think or six considering or what he was with him in his like fourth or fifth year i think when did he get drafted 2010 uh yeah he was he was pretty young because oh, so i think he got drafted year. the same time squad 2010 right? 2010, 2010. 2010 no uh yeah Still, to take a prime LeBron James, granted D Wade and Chris Bosh were like obviously still like all star caliber players, like they're not nothing to fuck with, but like you could make the argument that they weren't as yeah. good, well, but I mean, like they're still you, really the fact good. That you could like, say, <laughs> the fact that you could even say, yeah, Paul George played pretty good defense on prime LeBron and slightly past his prime D Wade. That's what I'm saying. Like, D, I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, no, that's still just ludicrous to even think yeah, about. So. And, be, and it's weird, like, because you mention this all the time. It feels like he's been in the league Ooh. forever. Because, like, yeah, like Paul George. because it fucking does. <laughs> because, it, because, like, third season or whatever, he was, like, already playing the playoffs, guarding LeBron, and everybody was, like, yeah. he was, like, an Everyone was, like, oh, he's next name. up for sure. And I was, like, I don't know. At the time, I thought yeah. the same thing, too. I was, like, damn, Paul George, nice. Like, he's not not next up. I mean, he's still, like, a all When I say next up, though, I mean, like, the path that, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, the next LeBron. Yeah, 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 just like my boy, my guy Andrew. Wiggins. Which <laughs> never a bust, never not a bust. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's it's like just, in the it's weird because it's, like, it's not like he's not dropping ground. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's doing fine, but it's like for someone who was that hyped up, he's a bust. But like as a player, he's, yeah, he's an average player. Like he gets you the twenty points. Yeah, he can yeah. shot create. He's athletic as hell. Actually, this year, if you've been watching some of the Golden State games, his defense is I. Defense I. Yeah. But it's again, not like, like it's not what he was expected to be because Golden State's developing yeah, properly. Like, I don't know. Kind of makes me mad still. One day, it's it's kind of like Zach Levine. Like I feel like now Zach Levine's sort of playing to his potential, but he's he's forgotten about. Yeah, because when he was first in the league, everybody was like this. Dude, especially with the especially with the dunk the contest and like he had a lot of hype around his yeah. name. Yeah, he was just so over athletic. Yeah, I don't know, man. Sucks to be a Bulls fan right now. Not that they're doing terrible, but like you, yeah, it sucks to watch your star player drop that many points. So like, this man will drop forty-five to fifty points and like still lose. I'm like, damn, this guy, poor, poor Zach Levine. Even with like, like even it when is, they're healthy, even when they're healthy, to be it's kind of hard. Fan. You know what I mean? Even when they got like their Laurie Markin in their um, their whole yeah, their whole... that's another player who like had a sick rookie season and now like he just I feel like he's forgotten about. But they're still nice. They're still nice just kind of been washed under the yeah i feel like being a bulls fan has been tough ever since like 2000 <laughs> as soon as, as soon as mj I retired say, i think the last Ugh. year that bulls fans were really hyped was when d rose joaquin noah uh what's his name is it tyson yeah. chandler is that who i'm thinking of face chat yeah yeah tyson chandler but then like um, that would have been so heartbreaking to watch oh like d gosh. rose just fucking getting injured oh my god i'm not really yeah, a d, yeah. i'm not a big bulls fan but like i'm a big well, d rose, d. rose gets so my guy D Rose gets injured. Luol Dang literally almost died because of his fight. He like had a lung infection or something. And they like, uh, oh my god, um, what's his name? The head coach. He was the head coach of the Bulls during that era. Who I think is still the head coach of the Timberwolves. Uh, Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau. He just like didn't rest his starters. Literally would play them for like the whole game, never give him time off. That's why D Rose was injured. And why Luol Dang was I'm still died. surprised that, like, he was even... Because do you remember that series? I don't know if you were really watching basketball as heavy that series. But, like, I, I do remember mm-hmm. watching that. Like, I think I had some friends over here watching that game. And, like, they were they were absolutely decimating. I think it was the 76ers they were against in the first round. I'm like, why is this guy even in? Yeah. Like, why is he even here? Like, <laughs> it's a blowout already. Like, you, you... I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, the game he got injured, like, yeah. They were so heartbreaking, man. It's like one of those what ifs. And now he's on the Knicks. I mean, I look, 
think wait hold up what i i gotta because i know tom Thibodeau. ah you son of a bitch i knew it tom Thibodeau is the fucking head coach for the knicks right now <laughs> d rose oh, never no. gets a break bro <laughs> anywhere he goes the league's just like put him in coach put tom Thibodeau in as head coach make sure d rose is injured <sighs> breaks my heart he was fun to watch honestly when he was when he ah, was dude, dropping he mad points like he was when he was like all, obviously in his mvp-ish like caliber years which is crazy because those were his like third and fourth years or seasons right it was pretty early on in his career mm-hmm. but he was he was fun to watch and like the yeah, system think, around him was actually was pretty good too get it figured out just fucking injuries mm-hmm. man tough. tough anyways injuries. basketball question i wanted to ask you today your personal yeah. favorite players from each position. Not not best, from not each, best. Ooh. Just your personal favorite. So you personal favorite? Yeah. Doesn't necessarily it, it doesn't necessarily have the to one... be doesn't necessarily have to be like the best team. Like, can you beat this team? Kind of thing. Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah favorite yeah. shooting. Yeah, yeah, just my favorite. favorite. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of all time or like currently in the league? Let's do both. Okay, I, I will start off with currently in the league. So I think at the one, I'm going to say Dame. That He's fun to watch, too. Crazy. And what's crazy is that, like, so fun to watch. His ISO game's good. He's a pretty good facilitator. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a really smart guy in the clutch. Like, when you watch him in the clutch, like in the clutch moments, that's the guy you want with the ball yeah. in his hands. And, like, I feel like he has so many moments where he's delivered in that moment. And it's like, damn. Bro, <laughs> that's the... what I'm saying. That's cold. The wave off of OKC, <laughs> holy shit! I I was I was cheering for OKC that season because like obviously Melo was there, PG was there, and he did that shit. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, Easy. this man, he's in criminally underrated. And the thing is, is that, um, like, see, this is why people harp on Paul George, and like I harp on Paul George too. Like, everyone does; it's just kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But like Paul George, like obviously he gave him just like the tiniest bit of room, but like it was still good defense. Like it wasn't like. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Paul George literally just gave up well, 10 feet of space and was just like, here, shoot. I dare you. Like, yeah. It's also like, he's at basically half court. That's a shot you're okay giving up. And he still made it. Fuck, man. That was a good series. Yeah, that would, man, I feel bad for Paul George having to guard him. Um, At the two, though. You know, my favorite. But what, oh, what's man, crazy is that, like, so what's yeah, crazy yeah, is that yeah. it's, it could be, a, like, this season especially, it could be a three-way tie for mine. But keep going, sorry. Um, man, I want to say D book. My guy, crazy. <laughs> um, but man, Vic, like I could technically Victor Oladipo is like sort of a I would a count him two guard. Team. I feel like that's what he predominantly. Yeah, remember. like obviously he runs the point for them on. I guess yeah. most of the teams that I've seen him play on, but like he definitely plays like a shooting guard first and foremost. Yeah, he's a combo guard, but. Like for the most part, he's like a little bit more comfortable in the two. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like you can tell he's more in his bag when he's at the two and not, yeah. But he's obviously capable of. Okay, yeah. sorry. Victor Oladipo. Then I f- I feel like I'm I feel like I'm missing someone. I w- I would probably say D book though over over Vo. Okay. Um, at the three. Oh man, I prob- probably Paul George. I know he chokes in the playoffs, but, but Paul George is so also fun like- to watch. Obviously, it sucks that he chokes in the playoffs so consistently, but like I feel like his regular season, he's good. Like, obviously, his OKC year yeah. that was an MVP caliber season. Like, he was going crazy, and like even this year, he's he's doing good. Like, <laughs> he's playing well. Mm-hmm. It's just like kind of sucks to know that like when playoff time comes around, he starts to struggle because it's like that's when you want it to. That's when you want his play to you know. That's literally when his talent matters. Yeah, that's the only time it matters. Um, at the. Th- Three. Wait, you're at I the four three? now. Uh, Paul George is your three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At the four, I would say Giannis, but like Melo's still in the league and he's technically playing the four. So, Mello, but Melo's your but Melo's your guy. Like Melo's like Mello, your like, favorite player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Melo's one of my favorite all time players. It's like Kobe and Melo. It's like because his game is just it's fun to watch. Actually, man, did you just watch that game the other day where they came down. back against um? 76ers i think Melo had like 17 in the fourth quarter i think i messaged you about it that yeah, was nuts no it would he dropped like 20 some i didn't i didn't watch i was watched I just, some I, highlights i, I but... tuned it in the first or just in the fourth quarter because everyone was like yo Melo's about to go in 
or like Melo's starting to go in. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, bet. Okay, I'll look at it. And I was like, yo, this guy's hitting contested threes like it's nothing. Like he's getting to the rim. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Over. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a rant here on Melo. So I think it was after his first OKC season, right? Yeah, yeah, when he got traded to the Rockets. And everybody was like, yeah, 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 like he shouldn't be in the, the league, Rockets? blah, blah, blah. Because that was when he like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, was on the, he was on the Rockets for eight games. Yeah, imagine, imagine that. So he, <laughs> yeah, he was on the Rockets. Then they, they cut him Which off. Which is crazy. And everybody was like, everybody was like yeah, 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 like, like he shouldn't washed, be in the blah, league, blah, 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 blah. Like selfish player. Yeah, yeah washed. You look at his, his, <laughs> his stats from the OKC season. And he was averaging like 15.6 points or whatever. And anytime I would have a conversation, I'd be like, who, who do you think is a better three-point shooter? Like Carmelo Anthony right now or Kevin Durant? And most of the time people are like, well, Kevin Durant. In that season, Carmelo Anthony shot almost the same amount of attempts at, the, at a higher rate oh, than Ke- Kevin Durant. And people are like, no, 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 he's he's, he's washed. I don't think he's like, washed. He's shooting like, better than Kevin Durant. But I think when you, when you say that, people are thinking just overall scoring-wise. Because I don't think any like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. Carmelo Anthony is a great scorer. Like he's not like he's not nothing to fuck with. But he's not yeah, Kevin yeah. Durant. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. I mean, Ke- no one. So it's Kevin like Durant. I think when people hear Kevin that, Durant they're probably like, "Well, an Kevin Durant's a better player, so he's better." And I'm like, "That's fair." Yeah, like yeah. I can't I can't disagree with that take because in most people's eyes, myself included, I would take Kevin Durant over Carmelo Anthony right now, at least. Yeah, yeah. And actually, for a while. I don't know. Actually, I don't yeah. know. Nick's, Nick's I mean, Carmelo really, Anthony, like back in like yeah. 2011, 2012, he was nice. <laughs> His yeah. like scoring title, uh, Melo, yeah. Or even like late yeah, Denver like Melo. Nice. Mm. That's one of the bro. coldest moves too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the three to the dome. Oh, bro. <laughs> that shit is crazy. It just looks um, so on fire. Fuck, at the, at the five? Who's nasty at the five? I mean, I te- technically Anthony Davis plays the five right now. That would be my four right. because I feel kind like of. he's well, actually, just like Victor Oladipo. I think he's mostly like he prefers to play the four. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I think he only played the five like realistically in um, the last couple seasons in uh, New Orleans, and then on then on the Lakers, he, he played the four in the five during some playoff series last year. But that's because like they yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. go big or small small sorry, ball lineup. Small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you can't yeah, not have Anthony Davis on the five. floor. You know what I mean? Like. You can go smaller than yeah. Anthony Davis by putting like I don't know someone else on the floor, but <laughs> it's Anthony freaking Davis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's um, a pretty solid five. Oh man, couple couple seasons ago, I would have said uh, Al Horford. When Al Horford runs on Celtics, he was actually man, a good player. I think people forget shit. how good he is. Yeah, because yeah. he was. Yeah, like if he was, he was on the Hawks right when they had their sixty win season. Was that him? I'm thinking of. It was part of that yeah. team. Too. Yeah, Horford, Jeff Kyle Teague. Horford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's, that was a crazy yeah. team. I didn't think that. I think that it was Joe Johnson on that team. As I well. can't remember. I think off the top of my head, I just remember a few of the players. But like, I think the Hawks. That's it's kind of crazy to me that the Hawks had a sixty-win season and then like now they're struggling to stay above five hundred, even though they have yeah, like they a Trey Young <laughs> caliber player and like um, John Collins. That I'm thinking of. Yeah. Their team now yeah, is Rondo, super, super fun to watch. Got, as well. Yeah, no, dude, it's all a team. Right now, this this season, the league is like, dude, every game is like a must see. Oh, it's Paul Millsap is also on the team, not uh, not Joe Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Nah, Iso Joe was on the Nets, right. I think, at that point. All time starting five. Then favorite players. I'm assuming all time starting Kobe five. Or AI's got to be there. One of the two. Co- Kobe's at the two. Yeah. Um. And then Mello, technically at the three. Uh, at the one, oh, man. No chill, Gil. Kinda, <laughs> he kind of hit. I think I might say Gilbert Arenas at the one. Um, at the four, uh, probably Dirk. I mean, you know, Dirk just What's crazy does about his thing. Dirk, I think, is like, he's kind of like Luca in the sense where he's, or Larry Bird even. is like, he's not the most athletic person. But like he's just yeah. so fun to watch because he gets to his spots. You know, like his play style is just so intriguing. It's just like whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The funniest part is like, yeah. Well, watching any of the like sort of unathletic people 
like hoop even like paul pierce who's not like you know super quick but they're still just dropping numbers and you're like how are you letting this happen this man has a beer gun he's fucking ruining you yeah comparison to like a kevin garnett or someone who's like pretty athletic and like slim or tall or something it's like oh that makes sense he's gonna drop 40 points and play good defense but you see someone like paul pierce dirk Nowitzki, even even joker Nikola Jokic is fucking like yeah, yeah. Jokic does not look like he's in the NBA. But yeah, he's, he's dropping triple double fucking he's crazy ass vision. Like, actually, he he been scoring. He been scoring this year. He's going nuts. Even even James Harden does not look athletic at all. Actually, on some days even, he does. On even some days he last... does. It's kind of weird. On some days he does, and then you see pictures of him like the last couple of games before. Yeah, and he, he was looking traded. fat, and then like <laughs> the first Houston. game back. <laughs> Straight you up. see the first game back afterwards. He's like already in shape again. I was like, "What are you doing? Like, how are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Are you wearing a fat suit? Like, what? What was that? <laughs> Three days ago, you looked like you were Santa." Crazy. Um, yeah, man. And then at the five, I probably got to say Shaq. Like, who doesn't love the Diesel though? Yeah, this man's an absolute force on the court. He's hilarious off the court. I mean, he's also just so large. You know what I mean? Like. I still yeah. find it hard to believe that someone that large could be that fast and that like, not necessarily athletic, but like the way he was getting his points. And I'm like, that's strong. The f- like, it just didn't make sense. I was like, how the yeah. fuck is this guy doing this? Just a walking <laughs> building. <laughs> and like, I think the funny thing is, is there's a lot of like accounts and stories of like other NBA players. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, you really want a 300 pound man <laughs> that's seven, two running at you. Like, are you yeah. really going to take that? Like, it's going to hurt. <laughs> Yeah, he was like 360 yeah. in his prime. <laughs> just like, you're not going to do anything. I think the, the only few people that like might have a chance is like Wilt. I could, I could see Hakeem. Uh, I mean, I would, I would say, say Kareem. Yeah, Hakeem and Kareem because of like their just footwork and skill. But like, I mean, you're not going to stop Shaq. No one's going to stop Shaq. Yeah, you just to slow him down. Like, it doesn't matter how... Didn't matter like Actually, how legendary funny story, you are. All funny story about Shaq. Push you over. I was boom. watching. It was just like... uh fucking random like funny moments in the nba and one of them was like when shaq was on phoenix and they were playing against the spurs yeah, yeah. and then right away a hacky shack called his plate <laughs> and it's fucking yeah. greg popovich <laughs> like two seconds into the game That's he's just the like best. <laughs> killed me yeah yeah they they passed shaq yeah. the ball and they instantly foul him yeah, yeah. or uh when he was later on when he was on the celtics <laughs> and uh nate robinson dunks on him yeah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, those two are funny. All right, so for you, currently, your top five in the league, and then top five. I already know you're. you're it's Devin funny Booker's because like I actually think Chris Paul is my favorite league. point guard right now, actively. That's but like, right. he's also just one of my like more favorite players. Yeah, he's he's just crazy. like good defender can get you a solid like fifteen to twenty points a night. Great mm-hmm. leader, you know, like he really is a good floor general, and like he's pretty funny. Like he's one of those like really sassy like fucking. Not dram- sorry, not dramatic. Yeah. Sassy in the sense that like he's like snappy at you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's petty. That's, he's petty. He's petty. He's That's one of those. Yeah, he's one of those players that like you love to have him on your team. You hate to play yeah. against him, and it's also just a little infuriating to watch him play because he he kind of yeah, he like he's he's kind of a bit. dick, but like it's kind of funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's it's the same thing with like Marcus mm-hmm. Smart. I think he I think the they're both really shit. really good like at getting in Chris your head Paul, in that kind of way. And it's mm-hmm. not in like a way that it's like it's gonna get them ejected, but like they're smart. Like they know, they know that they want to get in your yeah. head and like by any means possible, as well as play like, I mean, amazing defense. Honestly, up until I would say, well, Marcus Smart mm-hmm. is who I'm referencing, but like obviously Chris Paul is not anything to fuck with on deep. Like he was a, you don't lead the league in steals and stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah, a, yeah. you know, half-ass defender. He's yeah, still like, a really good defender. He's probably yeah. an All NBA first team or like Defensive Player of the Year candidate, but like, he's still a good defender. Oh, uh, that's my one and two. Yeah, Devin Booker's at your two. Yeah. See, LeBron doesn't really play the three, but I wouldn't mind him there. Or a Kevin Durant or a fucking Kawhi Leonard. Actually, there's a lot of mm-hmm. players I could put at the three. But ooh, Kawhi Isaiah Leonard. At the four is going to be AD. I'll skip the three for now. i got to think about the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, the yeah. four is... <clears throat> yeah, probably Anthony Davis. That's, that's pretty easy. If Jason Tatum... Because he's played the three a few times, but he's, that's not his position. I think he, I would put him at the three. He's fun to watch. 
Yeah. Batman Knights. He he technically plays. He does. The four, he though. does play the four. But I mean, like they yeah they just they just play small ball lineup all the time because they just have Jalen yeah, Brown at the three. I feel like he's played small forward a few times. So if he if he's allowed to be at the three, I'll mm-hmm. put him at the three. If not, I'll probably put like LeBron or something. And at the five, yeah. Man, okay, last season it definitely would have been Joel Embiid or like someone of that caliber. But like this season, Nikola Jokic is so much fun to watch. It's kind of crazy. Like his court vision yeah. is just so cool to see that like somebody who's seven feet and like doesn't even look like he's supposed to be in the NBA is throwing fucking like backward dime passes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Some of some of his like high vision it's plays are just like how do you make that play? How do you know that that's going to I saw a happen? video, though, and I can't remember the name of the YouTuber, but he was just saying, like, people like LeBron and Jokic, like, these guys with crazy court vision, like, they're not looking for, like, their teammates. They're looking for who's collapsing on them kind of thing. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy. That's a, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. crazy thought to have because it's like, it makes a lot more sense. It's like, you don't need to know where your teammates are going to be. You need to know who's left them. It's like, if you can keep track of the other yeah, team, yeah, you yeah. know that your teammates are going to be open. And then it's like, just generic. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. If you know where the other team is, you know yeah. where your team's gonna be. So I was like, damn, that's a cool way to think about it. And I'm sure that Jokic probably actually does do that. And whether or not it's like to the same degree of like um, I don't know, like a Magic Johnson or LeBron, Rondo's an amazing passer and facilitator up with these guys, but like he makes it look so easy. Even these like these cross court passes, like he'll be at the other end, he just gets the ball and he'll just throw up he'll fucking lob it to the other end. Just and it's like a perfect it, yeah. pass too. I'm like, damn. My guy, nice. Man, those are some of the most like entertaining passes. Just a whole like a full court pass to like an easy dunk. There was one I think Stephen Adams I love did those, a like, while back that I was like, Jesus Lord! Like, <laughs> oh, where he just like yeah. he gets a full court <laughs> shot. Like, it wouldn't yeah. put it past me that this guy practices that. Like, it looked like it was pretty. You know what I mean? Like he was just like, yeah, dude. That's a dude who's like, man, I love watching Steven Adams, especially any time that uh, <laughs> there's any sort of, like, uh, fight or, like, any sort of, like, mm-hmm. you know, argument. Um, I can't remember who – they were playing the Kings, and Willie Cauley-Stein, did you ever see that play? <laughs> they're, like, underneath the basket, and, like, it's already after the play. They're, like, Willie Cauley-Stein tries to shove Steven Adams, and he pushes himself away from Steven Adams. <laughs> like, he's that strong. I don't actually remember. I don't remember that, he's but like, I, I know literally you're full, the real, actually, like, I think I, I'm going to have I'm gonna have Jimmy Butler at my three. Never mind. Jimmy That's Butler. Fair. You yeah. know what? That's... Jimmy Butler is fucking funny to watch, too. Especially, well, not necessarily this season. He's kind of been struggling. He hasn't played a lot of games this season, so it's fair. Like, but yeah, last season and into the playoffs, wow, that man was going nuts, especially in the final series. He went mm-hmm. nuts. <laughs> I was like, and on the 76ers, he's literally the reason why they even got to the playoffs. Yeah, because his ability to close out games. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, all time though, yeah, at the one Magic Johnson. That's all time favorite player. He's gonna be there. Yeah. yeah. At the fair. two, I really, really like AI just because it's like, <clears throat> I feel like it's a little more relatable. Like, he's someone like closer to like our height. If you ever wanted to be a basketball player, it's like this guy's like 5'11 yeah, to 6 yeah. feet. It's like 5'11. I mean, someone that's actually like similarly my size. Like, I'm never going to be a 6'9, 6'10 person in the NBA. Like, not to say that I'm going to be in the NBA kind of thing, but you know what I mean? Like, you can relate to him a little more when you're someone that's not like seven feet tall. And like, Fun as fun as hell yeah, to watch. Yeah. Like kind of inefficient with his shooting, but like fun as hell to watch. And like, he's he's a player like uh, mm-hmm. Gilbert Arenas, where it doesn't matter who's guarding him, he's gonna just score on you. Eden zero. He doesn't care. Yeah. At the three. But yeah, it, dude. Ooh, all-time favorite three. Dude, there's it's a hard, lot of I feel good. Like there's been so many good small forwards. Oh yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, like there is. It's so hard to choose. Like, you can make a case. You can make it, a it's case like for some on er- people too. In era too. Like you can make a case. Yeah. Like if you want some of the greats, you can make a case for like Larry Bird, LeBron, Kevin Durant, like all these like you know what I mean, or like Kawhi Leonard. But then again, you can make a case for like. Wow, there's actually a lot of great threes. <laughs> You got Scotty yeah, Pippen. Pippen, Dominique Wilkins, Elgin Baylor, Paul Pierce, who is 
underrated, but also he he deserves some of the hate that he gets because he says some <laughs> stupid shit sometimes. Uh, Grant, well, Grant Hill sort of played the three and the one, weirdly. Vince Carter, Charles Barkley. But Charles Barkley, I feel like, is mostly known as a power forward. Just like... Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. If I had to say, if someone asked me Charles Barkley, or Charles Barkley, I would say, like, the most, like, iconic one is probably just, like, his power forward playing position, and, like, it depends on what era you watched him in, but, like, you could say you watched him more in the 76s era or, like, when he was a Phoenix Sun and led them to the finals. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, Okay, here's somebody who sort of plays the 2-3, and I know I know you like him, so this might sh- switch up your list. T-Mac. Oh, yeah, no, I'd put him at a... If I, if, yeah, <laughs> I feel like he's somebody... Three. He's my 3. <laughs> yeah. He'd be my 3. Yeah. I was about to say, he's somebody that gets forgotten all the time because he's, like, another... I think what's body. funny about him, my all, one of my all-time favorite basketball stories is... um, I just remember my uncle telling me this. Apparently, what happened was T-Mac literally just fell asleep and woke up and dropped, like, what, like, 50 or something like that? I'm like, damn, this guy had a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking went crazy. <laughs> Man, I love some of the stories of, like, the greats. Where, like, uh, people either, like, talk shit to them yeah. before the game or <laughs> or they'll just do, like, some stupid shit and they still drop numbers. Well, I know you like Gilbert Arenas, and I remember him talking about this on his podcast. In the series, he's playing mm-hmm. against LeBron in Cleveland. Apparently, LeBron, like, tapped him on the shoulder at these, like, critical free throw moments. He's like, hey, by the way, if you miss this, you're, like, you're going home. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a way to get into someone's head. And it's like, it's not like he said anything wrong. Like, he's just, yeah, better make these. Like, haha. Okay, so there's one story that he tells on his podcast where he is like, uh, he was talking about mm-hmm. when he was playing with Kobe, and he was like, he gave him, he he dropped like almost fifty on the Lakers, and he like started chatting. Oh shit. yeah, I remember this. And I think obviously, obviously, like Gilbert Arena is still gonna like lock you down and, yeah. tr- and score points. <laughs> and he was like, I tried my best, and then Kobe gave us like fifty six or something. <laughs> like holy shit, this man just like when kobe was like you know what you're gonna talk shit i i'm gonna mm. get, get the matchup i'm gonna <laughs> score straight on you i'm gonna take out right ai on my list and put d wade actually i just yeah that's fair no nah, i'm gonna yeah i, I like they're I like, like the top yeah in the they're, top they're both five. top five in their yeah. position like i think for most people shooting guards goes in like mj kobe and then ai or d wade and then like usually james harden or something yeah definitely never mind it's d wade okay and then at the four probably ad or kevin garnett and then at the five right. probably Shaq or hakeem Shaq's more fun to watch yeah. but hakeem is just like such a well-rounded player and like the dream shake is just so good fundamentally nuts. yeah he's so good fundamentally all right who do you think is the most underrated nba player of all time or john stockton okay. underrated well but really underrated like in underrated? the sense that like i wouldn't say that like Hang on, let's let's get this clear. Casual NBA fans and like I even even a lot of NBA fans, I feel like obviously it's a game of basketball. The most important factor is like, or one of the most important factors is scoring. But like when you lead the league in assists like that, it's like I don't think anyone thinks about John Stockton as one of the best point guards of all time off the top of their head, off the top of their head. Especially right now, people people maybe people maybe say like Curry nowadays. Definitely people would definitely say Curry, and like I've heard so many people say Curry obviously magic johnson i mean people that don't know their That's history fair. wouldn't to me to me most people Anybody that i that talk knows basketball their history, with you s- john stockton you is see- never mentioned at the top of their list of point guards and i'm like damn i i never really? hear it like i mean when you look at if it's not john yeah that's why it's like if you <laughs> it's john stockton by a good and I, margin i think it's partially because he can't score as like efficiently and well as like other players and i'm like but like I mean, his role wasn't to score like he gave all those points up as assists to other people like namely yeah. carl malone yeah i mean he could he just had other players around him. i mean people forget i think it's because they that's lost why to the i think it's partially because they forget lost. they took the the prime bulls six games to like both good times. series <laughs> yeah almost went to seven in a few of them too yeah like we're talking legit hard like one of the greatest teams you could also actually time. actually steve nash there's a lot of point guards actually i think it's just a lot of point guards that yeah, like yeah. you think steve nash is underrated he won two mvps no, no, no not for underrated i'm just thinking of like 
I'm just thinking oh, okay, other okay, point okay, guards okay. where like <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not thinking sorry. This is off topic now. I was just thinking of other point guards that were like they don't usually get mentioned among the best players unless like you yeah, really have yeah, to, yeah. you have to you have to dig and say explain why. Like you say Steve Nash, you're like, oh well, he barely won those two MVPs over like Kobe and Shaq. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, man. Like I think he was doing pretty he, like he didn't win that just because like he was having a you know a pretty good season. Like he was he was he's doing mad shit. Like yeah, he had wasn't it like the first he's an accurate uh, ass shooter 50 40 90 for like fucking four 40, years 40, yeah 50 40 90 first the first time anybody's done maybe like a back-to-back larry, 50, 40, bird, 90. Yeah. larry bird did it yeah one back-to-back and then he did it i think four times and they would have all been actually he would have had five all back-to-back-to-backs but he was like a couple couple free throws or something short and i'm like damn like he would have had a 50 40 90 season five years in a row <laughs> it's kind of nuts See, I'm thinking in terms of underrated, somebody who Actually, is like I think that's my first and a foremost. second, third. Yeah. See, I'm thinking somebody who is like a second, third mm-hmm. option who is consistently forgotten. But if you would put them on another team, like they're still going to be probably a playoff team. As long as like the, you know, the rest of the roster doesn't suck. So would you consider, I don't think he's <clears> forgotten <throat> about, but like, would you say like a James Worthy kind of thing? Is that what you mean? Like that kind of player yeah okay so i don't we'll, think he's we'll take, forgotten we'll take, about but like we'll i definitely a... don't think when when people think of the lakers title runs back then like i don't think james worthy was on the top of their list unless they knew their history everyone's gonna be like oh that was like magic old cream you know like stuff like that i mean james worthy was like technically the second yeah but like option. he wasn't a biggest like name as kareem abdul you know what i mean that's why i'm saying like i, I don't think he's forgotten about you you have to yeah. compare eras though because back then Obviously, he was like a big name. Nowadays, people remember Kareem because he's the mm, greatest good point, good point. scoring the scorer of all time. And you look mm, at Magic Johnson; he's one of the greatest he point guards of all time. All time bro. <clears throat> yeah, but no, like so. If you look at like a yeah, modern example, if you take somebody, okay, so let's say like two years ago, Chris Middleton. No one ever thought he was like All Star caliber. Now he's back to back All Star. He had a one season like playoff season where he was scoring 60% from the field, like over 50% from, or I think it was yeah, like 60, 60 percent, 90 splits. wasn't it like from the mm-hmm. f- field, like including his three point percentage would in two playoff se- se- uh, series. That's ridiculous. He was, he was averaging like six or seven threes a game. issue with things like that. And like, <laughs> there's a lot of players and people that are at fault for this. It's just like, it's only seven games. So it's a small pool size, but like, it's not like those games aren't anything to like they're important games and like they're playoff games obviously so it's a series and like especially if they're against a good team like that's impressive in its own right i just don't like how small the pool samples or the sample size is that's just me though yeah i mean that's fair but that is ridiculous so who what do you think i feel like i'm not not necessarily justified but like i feel like i've been able to defend the people have mentioned as underrated in some form or way, but like, I'm curious as to what you mean by it. So, yeah, like, so I, I sort of define it as somebody who is like second, third option and they sort of get like overshadowed by whoever was like the number one option. Um, you know, you could say somebody like Clyde Drexler, who's technically the first option, but like he was always overshadowed by MJ because their games are so similar. Um, you take somebody Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Super underrated. He's actually I feel like all people on that Pistons point team guard. back from what is it, 2004. I feel like they're all underrated in their own yeah. respective ways. All I like I know Ben Wallace was nasty, but I think he's they slightly overweight his performance because like the Lakers were not said like Eve kobe has even said it himself like nah i should have done a better job throughout the season getting everybody involved because there's there's like a long time there where Shaq was injured like a bunch of people were injured so he just had to put the team on his back mm-hmm. to get them to the playoffs um but yeah you look at somebody like chauncey billups you look at somebody like uh um i'm trying to think somebody more like recent. look you think tim duncan's underrated um, because yeah, like, yeah, he's he's. I I wouldn't say we're like one of the most underrated no. of all time, but like for his 
like accolades yeah like, he's incredibly when people underrated. mention top 10 players of all time he should be there but I, I i've definitely seen a lot of lists where people don't put him at the top you know, or near the top i say and i'm like this man was what yeah. like if he'd not lost that season or that series to uh lebron he would have been six and oh as well right like he's five and one <laughs> yeah he he has the same amount of championships as kobe he has more mvps than kobe um i think he has a defensive player of the year to be fair, good. though, scoring titles like it's not that Phil Jackson and Kobe obviously, you know, like he had Phil Jackson as his coach, but like Greg Povich is an amazing coach. Yeah. So it's like, I think yeah. that's why people kind of underrate him because the Spurs just had such a consistently good team and system, and like it just worked. Like it worked for what twenty-two years up until last year, always in the playoffs, not necessarily winning, but like you know, to be a playoff contention team for twenty-two years straight is actually quite impressive considering they like obviously had roster changes but i think it's just because their system was that efficient and like their whole setup was nice i mean they also have yeah they also had like quite a few young players in the last couple of years so like it yeah, makes like sense that Leonard, you know they missed and then the playoffs they had, once. like the big three of duncan parker ginobili they had david robinson earlier in that like 22 year strat yeah that's fair and then they had some pretty good role players here and there yeah and then two people from the past like adrian dantley alex english these are guys that have incredible like scoring resumes and no one ever talks about them like and to be fair like i'm thinking about alice english you know, now they're alice from english a little now. while ago that's, but that's true not someone i think about when yeah I think nba scoring yeah and yet he's like one of the top scorer scoring players of all time alex english and adrian dantley um but even like nowadays i'm trying to think of like who's who's got to be the most underrated player right now right now league. yeah mm-hmm. so they have to be on a team where they have a winning record we got it we got to flesh out our criteria because mm-hmm. you could say there's players right now that we know we're nasty but like are on bad teams and that's why they're underrated you know what i mean i yeah i guess but, but like you, no. Nah, but you even take like Devin Booker from a couple of years ago. He's on a losing team, but this dude is dropping. So you could say, so you could well so you could say like Zach numbers. Levine. Zach Levine, yeah. be underrated. Okay, okay. I don't think he's like that super super underrated. He's definitely underrated because he does drop mm-hmm. really good numbers. Um, but you look at yeah, I think like Devin Booker from a few years ago is a really good example because he was dropped. I think he averaged like twenty seven or twenty six one season on like very good efficiency. He's smooth, like five My or six assists nice. and rebounds a game. Nice. Like he he had yeah he had better stats than a lot of people in the All Star game. And he's still because they were like oh well you know not on a winning team. I think that, that, well, that's a fair critique. Crazy. In my opinion, same thing for Carl Anthony Towns. It's like, if you want to be one of those players, like you should be able to carry your team a little bit. And it's like, it's not to say that they aren't themselves good, but like, I feel like if you're going to be one of those like all-star plus caliber players, like a Carl Anthony Towns, like a Devin Booker, you should be able to, you know, brunt some of that load and like at least lead your team into a better record than what they had. But obviously, that's not yeah. all on him because it's partially the organization's fault and partially, you know, the rest of your team's fault or whoever it might be. Like, it's not just you. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I would have said uh, Jalen Brown because he's sort of in the spotlight of Jason Tatum. Yeah. But Sorry, in the shadow. In I, the feel, shadow. I feel like people. Yeah. You said spotlight. So what did I say? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, he's in the shadow. I see them more Jason as a duo Tatum now, spotlight. like especially with Kemba Walker yeah. kind of being streaky in the last year and a half. I definitely yeah. like when I think Boston Celtics, I think Tatum one, Jalen Brown two, and then you know everyone else is up for debate. But like he's definitely the second option, yeah. and I think he is technically underrated if that if that's how you want to uh, call it as, because he's not you know he's not Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is the the guy on that team. That's the guy like Jalen brown's nasty like he's not yeah i think someone you could just like push i think last year yeah i think last year he'd been he probably would have been a little bit more underrated just because you 
he he was still the second option but gordon hayward was there and although gordon hayward was the third option he's still a big name loki i think drew holiday underrated that's i feel like it just takes tension drew yeah, holiday yeah, yeah, is yeah, an underrated that's actually, person that's probably a good well, pick not only on that his defense be, but like he's, that might he's be good at shocking shit like he's a good player i just think people don't think he's that great because oh i don't know i don't know why they don't think he's great i think he's a great player but Yeah, I think I think you might be right. That might be the most underrated player in the league right now. Right. Is Drew Holiday. Yeah, I would agree with that. Drew Holiday is probably my number one overrated pick if we're going by underrated. Overrated? You mean underrated? <laughs> overrated. Nah, you're right, your most overrated. overrated. Oh man. Overrated? This season. If this was if this was oh yeah, I was about to say if this was a couple seasons ago, Russell Westbrook. Um most overrated right now. Um, I I hate to say it because I like him, but Giannis. You know what's really funny? Giannis is, is one of my favorite players in the league right now. Say, but he's I was going to say I know these are our favorite, some of our favorite players, but like if someone said Giannis or AD this season, I I mm-hmm. wouldn't be opposed because it's like AD is lacking in scoring. Yeah. He's doing fine defensively, but like as someone who's supposed to be. You're scoring. You're you're the number, number two, two option on the team, on but like defending championship team. Are you really number one for scoring specifically? Like, there's not a lot of things that people, most people, can do to guard Anthony Davis. So it's like he's struggling. Yeah. I would say Giannis is a fair bet too. Ben Simmons kind of overrated, which sucks because I I like Ben Simmons, but like I don't know. You could make a case. Yeah, you it could, sucks. Kind of make a case for Kyrie <laughs> almost. Not in the sense that he hasn't been playing well. But just like for how good that Nets team is supposed to be, I feel like they should be dominating way more than they are. Than they are. Yeah, I feel like not as many people are putting it on Kyrie though, because you have James Harden and Kevin Durant. I think, there, actually, I'm gonna say Kyrie's I think the team as a whole might be overrated so. if they don't start. Uh, they need to work on the defense, and I think that's the that's that that makes sense. That's yeah. the sentiment that most people share is that like, sure you can score 150 points, but what is it if you give up 150 points too? So we'll see how yeah. they take it. But hopefully it works out well for them because, hey, I mean, I like Kevin Durant. I like James Harden. I, I, yeah, I like Kyrie Irving. Like, I, like I like the players they have on the team. I like uh, TLC. See, I, I don't like Kyrie, though. I know it's controversial, maybe. Mm. maybe well, I don't know how controversial I think it is. I he, he definitely has, like, a tainted name. When you hear Kyrie Irving, most people think, oh, toxic locker room guy, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, like, yeah. he can still play, even if he is, like, a toxic guy. Like, I can't deny his skill. And it's like whether whether it doesn't really matter if he can still well, play it, though, because if if you can play really well but you're not winning basketball games, you're not that he's good. Kind of, <laughs> would you say he's underrated then? <laughs> by that logic, no, no he's not <laughs> underrated. No, because he's not the one like winning games. It's Kevin Durant and Durant, James nice Harden. Yeah. Even after he's, can we can we like acknowledge the fact that he's An coming Achilles back from better? a major injury? He's playing arguably he's better, still the same. I think he's playing better. Yeah, <laughs> some of the crap. Like he's averaging, he's averaging yeah, more actually, than he's had. Well, to be fair, on the last team he was on, he had to definitely share the ball a little more. Not that like, yeah, he couldn't get thirty to forty points on like less than twenty shots anyway. But, but he is currently scoring yeah, what's, his, what's his points per game at 29 points per game on 18 and like 19 attempts 52 percent from the field 43 percent from three and like probably like 90 percent he's got 1.4 blocks 5.3 assists 7.3 rebounds like he's he's doing really Kevin well Durant's a cheat code man and his free throw percentage. Honestly, there's is just a few players in the NBA right now that it's like it's kind of a cheat code just to have them on your team. Yeah, like, literally, they're just probably like 2K. the first. The, honestly, it's the top ten players in the league. Like it's kind of a cheat code to have a LeBron, a KD, a AD, even a Giannis. I know that his game is not as like fleshed out as everyone else's on that list, but like he's still a great player. <laughs> like James Harden, even yeah, Kawhi Leonard, obviously, but they're it's for different reasons. I would say. Kevin Durant's like the scoring aspect of it. I would say LeBron's like arguably the most well-rounded of them, albeit like he's obviously not as great at defense. But like Giannis is like 
a mixture of scoring and defense. So is AD. Kawhi Leonard is that way too. You know, James Harden is scoring. They just there's something that about their game is one thing, and it's just like it's kind of unfair just to have my team like too easy for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally two K. I. Well, we'll sort of stop on the NBA talk, but who do you, what's what's your projection for this season? Who wins this season? Yeah, yeah. Who do you think is going to win this season? Think the the Lakers go back to back? If AD, I mean, if AD kind of steps biased, it up, but... then yes, because that's my guy. That's my favorite player in the league right now. If he starts scoring like he's supposed to, it's really hard to go against them because it's like not only are they the favorites, but like they still look just as good as if not better than last year. My yeah. dark horse pick is the um, the Utah Jazz. I would love to see Donovan Mitchell win a title, but if I had to say probably the Lakers or the Nets. It's kind of hard to go against those two teams. And it's for different reasons. Like the Lakers are just a really well-rounded deep, like LeBron led team with, you know, another top five player. And then like the Nets is just like, they got three hall of famers, like are arguably in their prime. Like depends on how you yeah. classify their prime. Well, and then DeAndre, yeah, and, like, Jordan. DeAndre Jordan still, like, you know, he's not like Clippers DeAndre Jordan, but like, he's still a good player. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, I'd probably say the Lakers. It's kind of hard to bet against them, honestly. Like, I'd... I think my my two I have two dark horse picks. Like I said, well, not that they're really that much of a dark horse pick, but Clippers. I think this year they yeah they're motivated. They're, like as soon as they get in the playoffs, they're gonna click. Yeah, because they're like, nah, we yeah. we messed up last year. Like that's on us. We're gonna fix that. And then, well, I guess I guess the Nets aren't really a dark horse pick, but the Nets. I just think the Jazz are a dark um, horse pick because even though they have the best record in the NBA somehow, I still feel like people don't think of them as title contenders, and I don't know why. It's because they're they're not incredibly deep. They have like a good six players, or like a decent six players, and then after that, you're like, you got Jordan Clarkson. He's nice. He's playing nice right now. Jordan Clarkson kind of nice, at least right now. Yeah, but it's Jordan Clarkson. Just right now. At least. <laughs> First 20 games in, he's been shooting ridiculously nice, so it's like, can't be mad. Yeah, that's true. I just think Jordan Clarkson's like yeah, it's yeah he's been streaky in the past, so like I can see the critique there. But so far, so good. So I mean, if he keeps it up all season, by all means, sky's the fucking limit. But all right, well, I don't know if Steven's joining, but (laughs) I I don't think he's going to honestly. It sucks because we had a whole bunch of like other topics that we could have touched on, but next week we'll do it next week or uh, like next. Not next week, but like, you know, in two weeks. Assuming we remember. Yeah. <laughs> and assuming, assuming he's, he's awake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. I will thank you guys for listening to us rant about the NBA for almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just one topic. But I mean I shit, can we can do it. Week. I can, we I can go rant forever. About yeah. yeah. And if you're not a fan of the NBA, I'm sorry. Uh you probably didn't make it this far. <laughs> if you did, thank you. <laughs> Uh, you got anything else to say? Nothing in specific. All right, well, we'll see you in two weeks.